Welcome to Forward Progress here on the Hammer Betting Network. This is NFL Combine winners and losers and a look at the early draft market with a betting breakdown of what's out there right now. Rob Pizzola joined by Fabian Somer and Suma. It was a, a pretty interesting combine in that uh, I like not a lot went according to plan necessarily for some of these players, but we've seen some interesting movement overall in the draft markets, particularly first wide receiver drafted, which we'll get into a little bit. Um, also like Bryce Young, now all of a sudden weighs in at over 200 pounds and like that's okay right the the difference of of five pounds is is like the huge difference maker overall I, I'm, I'm interested to know what you made of the combine this week uh yeah pretty interesting i mean everyone and their mother-in-law knew that bryce young would weigh like at least 198 or 200 like there was zero chance that he would not do any workouts and not measure at least close to 200. So no, no surprise there. I think his playing weight is somewhere around 190. Um, at least that's what guys like Dan Brugler have mentioned. So I think at, at his pro day, I think it's next week or something, he will probably weigh in the uh, 1950 one range and he will probably be like, 190, uh, low 190s when he's actually playing on the football field. The combine discord always makes me laugh because it's it's like, oh, if he weighs at less than 200 pounds, uh, you know, yeah. big bust potential. It's like, well, okay, you know, waiting at 204. <laughs> like, uh, that's not bust potential. I, I don't get it a whole lot. But yeah, that was pretty interesting. Uh, we're seeing the quarterback market for the draft right now. Bryce Young is an overwhelming favorite to go first overall. Uh, obviously, C.J. Stroud is is as well, who's really been vaulting up the charts is Anthony Richardson, uh, who is now even three to one at some books and have been getting a lot of steam over the course of the past weeks. If we look at the latest mock drafts that are out there right now as well, and we start to take a look at, um, you know, basically one, two, three, some people will notice, oh, the Colts don't have the first overall pick. It's the Bears. Well, the expectation out there in a lot of spots is that the Colts are going to trade up uh, based off a lot of these mock drafts. Do you think that they would have a particular player in mind? Do you believe the Colts to the Bears being real? And on top of that, who do you think is the best quarterback in the draft class? Um, let me start with the last question. I have absolutely no clue. And at some point, I really stopped thinking too much about how could be good in the NFL or something, because especially when it comes... To, to draft betting, my own opinion about a player is completely irrelevant. We only care about uh, the information out there and who is going to get drafted at which spot. Um, I think right now, and I think that's the uh, consensus opinion, is that we will likely see three quarterbacks going into uh, going in the top three. And the, the most likely scenario is probably Colts, Panthers, Texans in some order. Don't know whether it's Panthers at one, Colts at one. I mean, Colts and Panthers both got or are looking back at like three or four years of veteran quarterbacks not working out, like the the Sam Donalds, PJ Walkers, um, Matt Ryan's of the world. I think both teams really want to make a cut here and uh, get their young quarterback of the future, especially with uh, two highly offensive-minded coaches. And I think that 
David Tepper is really done with, with with all the better ones and wants to make a splash pick here. Um, I think that Bryce Young is probably still a little bit overpriced because um, it's very early and I get that Bryce Young is the um, consensus best quarterback in this class, but I still cannot ignore his frame. Like, I also did not like all the Calamari comparisons that didn't really make a, a, a lot of sense to me because A, Calamari looks like um, Ronnie Coleman next to, to Bryce Young. <laughs> and um, I mean, 2019, Calamari was the only quarterback one. There was no competition. His competition yep. was Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones. And the, the team that was drafting him already had the number one overall and didn't need to... Let, uh, let's say send one or two extra first round picks just to trade up and and to get him. And it was also a coach that he was very close with. So I don't really like the comparison. And also Calamari um, at his combine was at his uh, play level weight of like 206 or something, mm -hmm. 207. And we all know that Bryce Young is going to play in the 190. So I didn't li really like that comparison. I think right now... Um, I think that one or a few teams will be very intrigued with Anthony Richardson and um, cover all, all his trades and looking to find the next Patrick Mahomes. Because I think from a variance perspective, like going for quarterbacks is pretty much boom or bust because either you really get that special guy mm -hmm. or you will get a bust or be in quarterback purgatory. So I think that the, the mindset within the NFL, at least for a few teams, might be shifting in the sense that, hey, let's just try to go with Anthony Richardson. Either it works out very well or we are going to draft another one in, in two years. Um, Cedric Stroud had a fantastic workout. Yes, he was throwing against air, but mm -hmm. when, when all these scouts are raving about that, I think that still matters quite a bit. He seems to be like a, let's say, Jared Goff kind of guy. You can plug and play him in, in, in a great scheme and he, he will probably have a, a high floor as a rookie, at least from what I'm hearing. So I think that Bryce Young is probably a, a little bit overpriced. I, I completely agree with the money or let's quote unquote money. It's still very early on mm -hmm. Cedric Stroud um, to close the gap towards Bryce Young. But I still think that Bryce Young at this point right now with the current information should not be laying minus 200. Yeah, I think Anthony Richardson is the most fascinating of the bunch because he ran a 40 that was better than Justin Fields' time uh, at Ohio State's Pro Day a couple of years ago. So, I mean, that's pretty impressive. He broke a record for vertical jump for quarterbacks. So he is definitely a freak athlete. But I, I don't know, Suma. I mean, obviously, we don't know what these teams are going to do. I find it hard to believe that a team would take a project passer first overall. Like I could yeah. see someone moving up into like the three hole potentially, you know, the first two come off the board and it's like, okay, we got to get Richardson at this point. First overall pick. I don't know, but it's the NFL draft teams have done crazier things before. He is the guy right now in market that um, has moved quite a bit. The wide receiver market also moved a lot uh, based off of the combine where Jackson Smith in Jigba from Ohio state is now the overwhelming favorite to go first overall it was a pretty rough day for Jordan Addison, the, uh, Addison, the wide receiver out of UFC. Yeah. And that's kind of created this big separation in the wide receiver now market now, Suma. 
Yes, absolutely. Um, a JSN probably had a good combine by not doing too many things because he did not run the 40. And in hindsight, that was a wise decision because he was absolutely phenomenal uh, at all the other stuff like three cone, I think 6.57, yep. um, 20 yard shuttle, 3.93, like really, really good numbers. And he might just be that, let's, let's call it Keenan Allen type of guy. Keenan Allen is also not very fast, but a fantastic route runner can catch the ball. I think th this is probably be the best comparison right now, at, at least from what I'm hearing. Um, and he really skyrocketed. And I think uh, John Addison had a bad combine. And I also think that Jalen Hyatt did not run um, um, speedy enough um, for my taste. Wide receiver market is actually the only bet that I have made so far. Uh, I got in on Zay Flowers, um, I think one or two weeks ago at a great price. He's now plus 600 at DraftKings. I still like that number because I think right now it's a three head race between uh, JSN, Quentin Johnson, and Zay Flowers. Mm -hmm. And a guy like Dan Brugler thinks that Quentin Johnson might fall out of the first round. So I think there is a lot of variance to be have right now in the wide receiver market. And Zay Flowers at plus 600 um, still seems to be a little bit tasty for me. Yeah. So obviously, you know, the JSN stuff is, you mentioned his three cone time, which was 6.57. There was not an, another receiver that was faster than, than 6.85. Like he, he blew every other receiver out of the water there. Um, so I think that it's increasingly likely he's going to be the first wide receiver drafted. Jalen Hyatt is interesting because... He ran a 4-4, which isn't like a great time, but he's a six-foot receiver. It's not bad either. His jumping numbers were very good. He had a 40-inch uh, in the vertical, 11-3 in the broad jump as well. So maybe some team just sees that and his athletic ability. Um, the, the, the Quentin, uh, you know, like that one is Quentin Johnson – Dropping out of the first rounds is interesting because he chose not to run a 40, but his physical measurements were very good. So I don't know if I necessarily buy that. I think that there's a, a very wide range on what yeah. uh, Quentin Johnson can end up being here. In terms of like, we still have a lot of time to the draft. We don't have sports books that are going to be, have opened up head to head markets. Will they get drafted in the first round? That kind of stuff is not available yet. One guy I noticed. Uh, was the wide receiver out of Princeton, Andre Yoshivas. And everybody's like, well, Princeton, like, you know, he didn't face any com competition in college. Looking at his numbers, he ran a 4-4. He a, a, he's a six-foot receiver as well, so not a bad time. 39 inches in the vertical, 10-8 broad jump. His three-cone time was 6.85, second in the field after, after Jackson Smith in Jigba. I could see him like sneaking into the late first round or working his way up draft boards as we get closer to the draft because um, that that's the one guy I think that had a combine that you know he's he's not a guy that's on the board like at the top of the board in terms of where he's going to get drafted but I can't wait till they post the draft props to see who he's he matched up against and whether or not. You know he gets plus money on to be to be drafted in the first round because I could see him being a sneaky candidate to move up the draft boards based off the combine. Speaking of draft draft props, we desperately need more markets. 
<laughs> we're still early. This is not the COVID year anymore, right? That was a that was in and of itself was a great year because there's nothing else to look forward to. There's no other sports going on, so those draft markets were nuts. But I think it'll probably be you know a few more weeks at the very least before we start to see these open up a lot more. Uh, but ultimately, I think the biggest takeaways from the combine are Richardson is very live now. I st I still don't see him being taken first overall, but he is very live based off of that combine. Honestly, does it not give you a little bit of Malik Willis vibes from last year? Yeah, I think right around this time last year, Malik Willis was still being mocked in the top 10. <laughs> yep. I, 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 he was being mocked like first overall on some mocks as well at this time. Crazy stuff will happen from now until late April. But this is this is this is kind of the point, right? I, I actually think that that hurts Richardson having Malik Willis in the combine last year just look like you know an amazing quarterback, and then he drops to the fourth round, and we see him in the pros this year, and not only does he look like a project, like he looks worse than a project, basically mm -hmm. at this point in terms of doesn't have that caliber, so. I don't know. This is going to be, I think this will be a fascinating market to see shake out. But like you said earlier, news will drive this pretty heavily. We have the combine results now. We'll have more news results as time goes forward. And for sure, we will share those here on Forward Progress. If you're not subscribed to the channel, make sure you do so. You'll get notifications whenever we release a new video leading up to the NFL draft. If you do like the content we produce here on Forward Progress, part of the Hammer Betting Network. Make sure you smash that like button as well. For Rob Pizzola and Fabian Silmer, we'll catch you next time here on Forward Progress.